Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. It's just that easy. Good morning. It is episode 29 of the PHNX Coyotes podcast, and PD, 29. 29, two of my favorite European players, Branko Radovojevic. And Lori Korpakowski, two of my favorites. Really good coyotes and really good people at number 29. Look at you with the pronunciation. I know Bronko Radovojevic. Might be one of my favorite coyote <laughs> names of all time, too. Rivaling Craig with how he goes all in on the pronunciation of names. Well, we're going to talk about, basically today, we're just going to talk about news and notes from around everywhere we'll talk coyotes we'll talk the nhl at large we'll talk the roadrunners we'll talk asu just little check-ins on what's Uh, going on with everyone around the league and let's start with the coyotes um we were at the game last night um a 7-4 loss against st louis in the home opener and i know that you guys had some some final thoughts on that game yeah, I mean, we touched on a lot of this last night, but uh, just a couple things that I wanted to underscore. I, first off, uh, Jacob Chakrin, I, I'm looking at his numbers this morning. I had him in my story. PD, you just mentioned him off the air. No points. Minus seven so far. Minus four last night. Not getting any time on the power play or getting limited time on the power play. How do you keep this guy positive how do you keep this guy believing in your organization and do they owe do they owe him a little more respect than this yeah you know i i don't know and here's here's the tough part you made him the face of the franchise over the summer he was your representative nhl media day in chicago when every you know the stars of all the teams around the league went to to do media day you sent jacob chikrin um uh, to say through three games he'd be zeros across the stat line, um, I'm surprised. But at minus seven, is he defending the way he needs to defend to demand that kind of ice time? Maybe not. So here's here's a thought, Craig. <sighs> you cleared the cupboards. You traded everybody in the organization over the summer with any value. The most valuable player you have left right now after three games is Jacob Chikrin, even though his stat line has not been there. Do you think about it? 
Do you think about trading Jacob Chikrin? And only because if you get 10 or 15 games in, and now he's minus 25 with two assists, not playing on the power play, now where's his value? And now you can no longer build around him because he's not playing good enough and he's not getting the points that you want him to get. Is it something that has to be considered inside the management office? I know it's early. I know it's three games. But is it something you have to consider? Wow, with the hot takes early in the day. <laughs> I mean, I, I think everything has to be at least considered. You have to have those discussions. But, boy, if you want, if you want this fan base to have any reason to come around, uh, you better think long and hard about trading Jacob Chikrin because – I mean, you, you've been telling people for a while that he was the one guy that was untouchable. You're going to build, build around him. And if you if you bail on him this early in the season after really probably not giving him the opportunities to succeed offensively like like he needs to succeed offensively. I, I don't know, PD. I, that's a tough one to digest. Uh, I mean, his value would be good. Sure. You would yeah. you'd get great return for Jacob Chikrin. But again, it, it's unproven return and you've got a player that is potentially a Norris trophy candidate down the road playing in a really difficult situation right now. Yeah. And you had him listed on, you know, team Canada has him listed at least as a guy to watch for the Canadian Olympic team early. I, I just worry 15, 20, 25 games in and this team's not succeeding. They're not scoring you just worry about what kind of a trap that player falls into. And you can go back to the Edmonton Oilers where you get guys that are high end talent stars, high draft picks that struggle to win games. And then they lose their identity. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I am. I'm just looking at how he's defending right now. The offensive side, he's not getting the offensive starts. He's not getting the power play starts that you'd like to see him get to, to get his offense. And if he's not getting offense, He's never been touted as a top-end defender. I mean, it, it, that's what their expectations are right now of him. He's playing the top-end minutes. I, I'm concerned about where they want him to fit in with this roster right now. And I and I hope, you know, he he's playing hard. You saw him, you know, pushing and getting in that scrum right at the buzzer last night. So, you know, he's got the passion and the desire and he's he's competing. I, I just hope we see some more of the Jacob Chicken we saw before it. Well, what is it? Is the expectations were too high? Is it putting a letter on them like we talked about? Is it added pressure? Is there, you know, what what's going on inside his head? I honestly don't know. Um, but he is a much better player than he's shown through three games. Yeah, no question. Yeah, um, it's it's been interesting to see. But I also think it's just like important to remember it's only been three games of 82. And I think that's it's it's interesting. And we'll talk about tank watch quote unquote a little bit later but it's just been interesting even to see people online saying like oh this tank is really serious like at least buffalo has some wins early in the season like the coyotes will get wins at some point i'm sure jacob chikrin hopefully not i'm sure but hopefully he'll he'll find his game so we'll keep tabs on that um and someone who did find his game last night was phil kessel um Three assists, two shots, well, plus one. Away, didn't they? Was it just two assists after all? Did they take one away? I think oh, I didn't follow up with that. Let me look while you, while yeah. you talk. But, I mean, he's been – they're putting him on that top power play unit, and they've, they've been effective. We've talked about this. They're they're clicking at 20%, and I think it's – if I'm remembering correctly, I know they did, had two last night, and I think they had one earlier in the season where they scored just as the power play expired. So, I mean, you still chalk that up as production from the power play unit. So – 
they're getting the job done. It's hard to complain with those results. Uh, and you know, if you're if you're looking to move Phil Kessel, you need him to produce somewhere. That's the easiest place for him to produce because it's it's going to be really tough for this for Phil Kessel to produce five on five on this team, who's getting him the puck. So. If he can produce there, maybe they can move him earlier in the season than expected and not have him around until the trade deadline. P, your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, you know, and you are right, Craig, by the way, on a note, they gave, they gave the assist to Erickson. They took yeah. it away from Kessel, so he did finish with two. But um, it's a surprising start for him in, in that he misses training camp. He's in a boot for preseason. You wonder if he's even going to be able to play opening night and what is it? He's got four assists now through three games. And I don't know, offensively on the power play, you don't usually think of Phil Kessel, at least with this team, as a distributor of the puck. Um, but he's been a playmaker on the power play, and it's been a real bright spot. And I know we've talked about it over and over and over again. He's a guy that doesn't want to be here. And the team isn't actually thrilled having him here. So to have the kind of success he's having, he needs to have to get out of here. Um, it is good to see. And and if he continues at this pace, um, somebody will make an offer for Phil Kessel. And it may be before the trade deadline. It may be sooner than you think um, if he can keep this up. Again, we're not saying he's a def- defensive dynamo. He's not coming back through the middle of the ice, breaking any speed records. But offensively, from the blue line in, honestly he's he's looked as good as any coyote uh, on the on the ice so good for phil through three for sure um another piece of news from last night's game st louis's uh pavel bushnevich will have a hearing today tuesday for headbutting uh lawson kraus of course he was ejected from the game last night so we'll be interested to see what discipline he's given after a hearing today yeah, I haven't looked up the precedent on headbutts. You don't see those very frequently. <laughs> yeah, so. someone in the Discord said that they saw one recently that just re- received a fine. I honestly don't know, so I can't speak to it. Um, you know, they they take so many factors into account. Kraus doesn't get hurt. Um, I don't know what Buchnevich's history is. It, it may be a fine. Uh, it may be one game. If it's not an in-person hearing, I don't see it being anything heavy so i expect a fine or one game max on buchnevich um but again it's it would turned out to be that kind of game and i guess the, the, the takeaway is you've got lawson kraus sticking up for a teammate and we've seen it continually from him um and that's why he's you know he's he's taken a step in my eyes that he's he's one of the ones to watch for this season and we talk about building around players lawson kraus the ceiling is is pretty high for him i think Definitely. There was a lot of physicality in that game last night. I felt like there were a lot of um, like scrums after the whistle. Of course, there was that kind of fight right at the end there. So it's it's good to see that emotion um, from the Coyotes players, even in maybe tough games where you're not going <laughs> to win. But um, any other final thoughts on Coyotes before we move on to the next topic? Yeah, I got one thing to say, and, and it kind of, you know, we, we talked a lot last night about Carter Hutton and his performance and his, his numbers. Craig has, has reported his numbers through, you know, his two performances and they're, they're, they're poor. I mean, they're, they're not NHL standard numbers. I do want to say though, after rewatching those goals from the second period, man, he didn't get a whole lot of help here. Like the situations he was put in by his teammates were really, really difficult. I mean, they were 
point blank shots from the slot by players that weren't challenged. I mean, it's, I, I don't, I don't want to be too hard on Carter Hutton. We keep saying we'd love to see a save and his numbers are what they are, but, but I, I have to, to air a little bit more on the side of the team, man, were, were they just poor defensively and they just didn't play that five minute stretch. Like they were trying to bail out their teammate. There weren't block shots. There weren't guys trying to get sticks in the lanes. So before I rush to judgment on Carter Hutton, I do want to say that that was definitely a team five-minute breakdown, not just Carter Hutton. Having said that, I, I still can't imagine Vimelka doesn't start on Thursday. I can't imagine he's not <laughs> yeah, starting. I still, think, I still think in spite of all that, and I agree with you, I, we, we watched the game. It was It was brutal for that stretch, but I still think – on a couple of those goals, your goalie has to he has to save you. He's got to bail you out. He's got to make a couple saves that you don't expect him to make. That's that's how it works in the NHL. Yeah, and that's how it works for this team. We he needed that. We this team's going to get wins. We've said that all along. They're going to have to have games where the goaltender saves them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I just can't stop thinking about if if in those five minutes only two of those goals went in, it would have been a totally different game. Um, yeah. Well, and then. You know, moving on from the Coyotes, but still kind of staying on the subject, tank watch. Let's let's move into the tank watch segment because we have all the the teams at the we're not at the bottom of the pack of the standings yet um, this early into the season, but in terms of having the worst odds um, to win to make the playoffs, um, we have the Blue Jackets, Sabers, Ducks, Senators, Red Wings, and Coyotes. Um, those are the the teams with the lowest odds at least on DraftKings um to win and let's go over some numbers we got the Blue Jackets and this is as of Tuesday in the day so before Tuesday night slated games Blue Jackets 2-0 four points Sabres 2-0 four points Ducks (laughs) 2-1 four points Senators 2-1 four points Red Wings 1-0-1 three points Coyotes 0-2-1 one point so Coyotes are leading the bottom of the pack in terms of if you're looking at leading in the sense of doing the worst. Yeah. Any any surprises here? Is this a fluke? Is this one of those things where some teams just get off to a hot start and will look back in a few months and say, I don't know what that was? I don't think any of these teams is going to have a winning record when yeah. the season's done. But, you know, the more the more points they can stack up early in the season, the more it helps the Coyotes' efforts to get as high a draft pick as possible. Yeah, and you look at the standings now. Right now, the Coyotes, even their, their futility, they're one point behind the Colorado Avalanche right now. <laughs> so so maybe we're chasing the ass. But they're, Nathan they're, McKinnon's back tonight. I just got the alert on my phone. There are seven teams in the league with one point or less. Four teams with zero. Nashville, Winnipeg, the Islanders, and Montreal. The Islanders come in here Saturday. Are they an 0-2 team? Well, no. Like the <laughs> Islanders, I we all had them in the playoffs. So... Yeah, I, I think the tank watch is right where you want it to be. Chicago has one point after three games. They're a team that doesn't really know what they are yet. I still think Chicago is a better team than they've shown. So for tank watch watchers, the, the teams that Leah mentioned, you know, Columbus, Detroit, Buffalo, those are the teams I think, you know, 30, 40, 50 games from now, those are the teams are going to be watching. So for the for the battle for right, you know, these three, four, five, six points right now are huge. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the teams that are at one point or less. And, you know, when, when I look at those teams, you're right. The Islanders, there's no way they're going to stay there. I don't think Winnipeg's going to stay there. They're 0-2 right now. Um, 
But some of these other teams, I don't think Nashville is a very good team. I think Nashville is a, a pretty bad team, actually. I have said already that I think Montreal is missing the playoffs. And then uh, you've got the Blackhawks. Where There's so much disagreement about the Blackhawks this season. There are people who think they're going to be a playoff team. There are people who I've talked to who think they're going to be awful. So there, there's probably a, a, as wide a disparity on the Blackhawks as any team that I've, I've heard about this season. Yeah. yeah, and the other one other thing to look at, and we talked about it a lot last year on the Natty Hattie, was the goal differential number, and that's yeah. a real good indicator of what teams make the playoffs and what teams don't. If you're in the green and you're above, you know, you have more goals than you give up, you're usually a playoff team, and if you have more goals against than goals for, you're usually a non-playoff team. And right now, the Coyotes are running away with that race with a minus 10 goal differential. Surprising to me, though, is the Islanders are at minus 7. And that's a team that that has had good goaltending through the playoffs and expected to provide more offensively. So that's the one that stands out to me as a surprise. Montreal's right there with minus 7, too. With Carey Price on leave, that doesn't necessarily surprise me. And then Seattle comes in with minus six. And again, we talked about how Seattle was built this year. So that doesn't surprise me either. Um, so for the, the tank watch, 2022 draft, Coyotes are leading on most all accounts. So I guess yeah. that's something to look forward to. It is It is funny to see comments like every game so far that the Coyotes have played. Everyone's saying like, I knew this was what was coming, but it's just... Still a tough pill to swallow, so yeah. we're right there with you, um, Coyotes fans, on that one. So we'll keep tabs on that as the season goes along. And, of course, you can see all of those team futures um, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you want to bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can do so if you sign up using our promo code PHNX and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And they do. You'll win $200 in free bets. And then you can put those free bets toward whatever you want. There's 23 different leagues that you can bet on just in hockey on DraftKings. So a lot a lot to do there. Um it's a super easy to use, safe, secure, and reliable. You can uh, deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want. So be sure to use that promo code PHNX to bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and you'll get $200 in free bets if they win. That's 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Did you guys see someone tweet at us wearing the PHNX Coyote shirt from Europe? This morning, I didn't. This morning, yes. Somebody. How do you posted? guys keep up on this whole Twitter thing? <laughs> like, good yeah. lord, I've got to have coffee. I've got to eat. I've got things I got to do. It's like oh. reading the newspaper. You just scroll Twitter in the morning. No, you just coffee. Leah. You read a newspaper then? No, I'm 53. They still do make newspapers. I know. Just my mom. My know. mom reads the newspaper. <laughs> she reads the paper. By the way, no. foreshadowing that ties into today's Manscape read. By the way. Oh, there's so, your tease. Well, yep, just your tease. Uh, about well, reading material. Well, somebody did tweet us um, from Europe a picture. Let me let me pull it up. But um, in That's Europe, really cool. Larry Finer is this oh, the first yeah. European sighting of this cool shirt? That's really cool. And <laughs> mine is in the mail, and so is and it's the, in the, it's the Netherlands. So look it's at really that. Cool. It is cool. It was cool to see shirts at the game last night. Yeah, the PHNX. It's it's like your own little secret kind of club like you've got your own secret handshake like yeah. people are still finding out about so it's really cool 
Yeah. And right now, if you sign up for the annual membership at gophnx.com and use the code coyotes2021, you'll get a $60 gift card to the PHNX locker. So that's and most importantly shirts. for hockey fans and here you go craig so get hit record craig you get craig's articles and <laughs> honestly in this market in arizona if you want to know what's going on with the arizona coyotes asu sun devils and hockey in general you need to read what craig morgan is putting out there and i, I it is the best hockey coverage in the state and if you want the inside information the only place to get it is at phnx now we can hit stop craig <laughs> so you won't get that you won't get that very often so i know yeah enjoy it while it lasts it's all true oh, it pains me but it's all true park <laughs> bucket now i know exactly now craig you, you do deserve it your minions are amazing they're loyal for a reason so we appreciate the coverage you provide for us and plus you do all the heavy lifting for leah and i we just read your articles and just talk about them See, I read his article with my coffee this morning. Exactly. There you go. And I and I read Twitter. Multicast. Yeah. Well, I got to do that next. I'm on that next. And the Discord. I got in the Discord late last night. Answered yeah. some questions. Oh, but. yeah. I hopped in this early this morning, but oof, not a lot of sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Burning at both ends, buddy. Yep. Work, work, work. Sleep, in, right. sleep in the summer. <laughs> exactly. Except if you cover the coyotes. Except right? if you cover the coyotes. Yeah. The problem here. all right well let's move on to uh news some news notes around the nhl um (laughs) yeah i can guess i guess let's just get this one over with let's start with evander kane um he was where do we start with Evander? yeah how about that he was just was it suspended 21 games is that it um i don't even get a fake vaccine card (laughs) Reportedly using a fake vaccine card. Just add this to the bullet points on Evander Kane's growing resume. Disrespecting his teammates. His ex-wife alleges he gambled on the league in games to help him help himself. Um, teammates he admitted. Complained. Sorry, I was going to say he admitted that he would gamble on his off days in, in Vegas. Like, Yeah, but you know what? And I'll say this. If you if you want to start suspending NHL players for gambling while they're in Vegas, there will be no league. So yeah, it, I mean, it's right. It's the no, issue is he bet on the he NHL. Bet on his team, and I, yeah. it was cleared. Yeah. Honestly, that came out too with that article. They're going to those as far as I read those both that and his his um, other allegations by his ex wife are all they're all those are concluded. We're moving past it. Yeah. yeah, and we're moving past both yeah. of those, but. What that one article in the Athletic that just talks about the the locker room issues, how there were how his teammates couldn't stand to be around him, how all year they were going into the GM's office saying like this he needs to go, I can't be here if he's going to be here, and I mean you can't have a successful team if there's that much division in the locker room. It was really interesting to read about like how the how it affected the locker room, let alone the the team's performance on the ice yeah. so i i don't know what they're gonna do and and we've you know inside nhl locker rooms we've had this discussion before you don't have to like everybody that you go to work with and there's people that are listening right now that have work situation where they work side by side with somebody that they don't get along with and oh, guess what maybe you got it. Okay. i know don't easy turbo you get you, you gotta you, you still gotta go to work right 
and and you still got to find a way to get through it. Some people don't like their bosses. Some don't like their cube mate. I, I get it. This is a situation though that when that gets through a room and that permeates, man, that can that can ruin a lot of things, and it, it just becomes almost like an excuse. Well, blame this guy, and and everything becomes about blaming him. You can go back to those old school players. Like talk to Rick Tockett and Alf Samuelson back in the day when they were winning in Pittsburgh. They were on the verge of fisticuffs in the locker rooms back then. For a different reason, though, with them, it was about accountability. If you didn't play and you didn't do the right things, you were going to be challenged in the locker room. And, and it was that kind of internal pressure that helped them achieve great things. Turney talks about that too, being held accountable by your teammates. That's not what's happening here. I mean, there's a guy that, has been reportedly selfish it's about him i don't know what san jose is going to do after this 21 game suspension he was their leading scorer a year ago you need his offense if you want to win games but if you don't want him in the room i i don't know how you move on like is there a clause in his contract can we try to trade him i don't know who would touch him in the trade market so i don't know what happens with him what do you send him home you read Kevin Kerr's story and and he he makes it sound as if the, the Sharks are preparing for life without him, like beyond his suspension. Like he's not in their plans anymore. But if he's not in their plans, then where does he go? What do, what do you do with him? That's yeah, it's it's a very interesting question. And look, we've seen this before in all of professional sports. If a guy can play, if he's got skills, he's probably gonna find a home eventually. Somebody's gonna take a, a chance on him. But man, this guy has so much baggage. That's a really hard sell as a GM if you're announcing that you're bringing in Evander Kane with with all that he's got. And we, you know, we haven't even touched on all the things aside from the disrespect. There's been issues with his treatment of women. There's there, there's so much baggage with this guy. How do you bring him in to an organization and sell that to the fan base? Yeah, they've got him through 24, 25. Yeah. Um, and to your initial point, I've been in rooms where we won't name names because I don't think that that's fair, but where there have been players that have had moral or character issues with other teams. And I've heard coaches and management say, yeah, but we can fix them. I, I've heard it firsthand and, and everybody behind the scenes is going, no, no, we don't want that character inside of our locker room. That's not going to help us. And head coaches go, yeah, but he won't do that to me or I can fix him. And you know what? Sometimes you just can't. And so I, I think in today's society, how well and how important it is for everybody to get along inside the room. I don't know what you do. Do you buy him out? Like, I, I just don't know where Evander Kane goes from here. And he's got a lot of money owed to him. He's making $7 million a year for the next several years including this one that's four more years. That's a lot of money. It's $28 million. So what do you do? I, and I, San Jose is trying to rebuild too. You can't have that as a problem year after year after year for four years. So they're going to have to find a long-term solution for Evander Kane, and it's going to be a difficult situation. Yeah, I, you're right about a trade would be difficult. Maybe a buyout. I haven't looked at the buyout possibility so I, d I don't know. I don't want to speak to that. But, you know, if the guy you know, someone in the discord will come up with that, Craig, we don't have to do the homework. There we go. We'll just throw it out and have someone do the research for us. Exactly. Maybe in the KHL because they'll take any kind of player. They don't care about the KHL. 
Very true. Well, all right. Moving on to another player who is not on his team this year. The Canucks um, defenseman Travis Hamanick is taking a temporary leave of absence um, in their statement. It said it was a mutual decision. It will take him off the roster. So his he won't even be affecting the salary cap or anything. Um, thoughts on on this one? Yeah, we don't know much, so there's not much to say on that. It's just noteworthy. Um, the Canucks clearly cannot afford to lose defensemen. <laughs> they need all the help they can get on the back end. Yeah. Um, but you just hope for Travis Hamanick, whatever the the issue is, that he can work through it. And yeah. I think what you've seen, too, is now Carey Price, Travis Hamanick, you're starting to see a trend. And, and it, honestly, it's a real positive trend. I, I, I know this wouldn't have happened five years ago. There would have been too much pressure from management and coaching and the league itself to you know you're not going anywhere now it's it's changed the thought process has changed and it's about the person the player and you know what's going on in their lives and you saw what happened with jimmy hayes and the the, the autopsy report came out over the last week and and it's just real startling news to people that you know that he had some fentanyl and cocaine and there were some drug issues it's it's good to see that people are recognizing that there is more important things than playing the game of hockey. So whatever these issues may be, whatever the personal issues may be that these players are walking away from the game for, I applaud the league, the team, the player, the teammates. I think, you know, whatever the the issues are, mental health and, and your addictions and all those things are so serious and so much more important than playing a game and i right now when you're in the heat of battle it's important but a year two years three years four years five years from now that's what's important it's your life and, and your mental health so i applaud everyone that is supporting these people being able to walk away for a little bit and get themselves straightened out well said definitely well said um it's mental health is so important and at the end of the day you know that playing in the nhl is a job like anything else and you know, your, your mental health in your life is always more important. Um, la- last little piece of news, Nikita Kucherov will be out for a while with a core injury, obviously not great news for Tampa, but of course he was out the majority of last year and they still yeah, managed to win the cup. Um, and I don't really think that Tampa cares about where they finish in the regular season, as long as they're in a playoff position, obviously disappointing news, um, for Kucherov, but I don't see it really having too big of a repercussion yeah. on them, yeah, their chances. Tampa not caring either. I mean, at this point, you, you've won two cups in a row. It's you, You've gotten over the hump. You understand what it takes at this point. Just get in. You know how to win once you get to the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to win a third straight cup, but they know the ropes now. So just prepare. Make sure that you're ready and as healthy as possible for the postseason. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's rare that a team in their position with a player of that stature and you're not hitting the panic button, but they're clearly not. They don't yeah. know the extent yet of, of how long he will be out, but it'll be an extended period of time. Corey Perry slides in. I, I've said it from the beginning about Tampa. The bigger issue is missing their, you know, Yanni Gordon, like Coleman and that third line that really carried him through the playoffs. That's a bigger concern than, than Nikita Kucherov because they missed him all of last season and look where they ended up. So... I think their bottom six is going to be a bigger problem than their top six. But, but you know, you wish for a speedy recovery. You want to see them play. I mean, this league's all about the superstars and watching skilled players play a skilled game, and he's one that's fun to watch. So as a fan, I'm disappointed. I hope he has a speedy recovery and he's back in the lineup soon because I love watching him play. Definitely. Petey, do you think that 
after Tampa Bay won the Stanley Cup and they had their playoff beards and they had to shave their playoff beards off, do you think that they used Manscaped? I think that they they probably did. And <laughs> support for the PHNX podcast <laughs> is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming, the fourth generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX. And everybody remembers Christmas time, right? When they were a kid and they couldn't wait for the JCPenney catalog to come out so you could flip through and get to the toy section. And Lee, I know, I know memory is reserved for everyone over 40. No. Everyone under 40, just imagine Amazon and, and going through with your phone. But we would flip through the pages and we'd circle all the toys and all the things that we would wanted for Christmas. Well, now I get that same feeling when I go to manscaped.com. <laughs> and if you haven't been there, and I'm not kidding, if you haven't been to the website, you need to go there today. Because just like Christmas, this amazing deal of 20% off and free shipping won't last forever. Manscaped.com has everything you need for your personal hygiene routine. Give yourself the gift of confidence. You deserve it. And just imagine the look on your partner's face when they unwrap their package to find your package all cleaned up. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at Manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at Manscaped.com. Ask Santa for what you really want this Christmas. It's never too early. Keep your balls trim, fresh and clean with Manscaped. PD, Brandon <laughs> just texted me and said uh, he's amended your contract. You'll now do the reads for all shows. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, first of all, I wish you all could see me and Craig because both of us had our hands over our face. Um, second of all, PD before the show was said, "Oh, like yeah, I have a read, but it's not like it's nothing." And then he just pulls out a whole Christmas story. <laughs> Because and I'm I'm not kidding. These these this twenty percent off deal that we've been talking about every day, and you're sitting listening. You go, oh, it's a great deal. Twenty percent off free shipping. Not kidding. That that doesn't last forever. So get your Christmas shopping done early. And some of you may have a partner that doesn't take care of those kind of needs as well as they probably should. This is a good signal to hey, let's clean that up. So don't wait because. The month's almost over. It's time to start getting your Christmas shopping done early. So manscaped.com. Wow. Very true. Very true, Petey. Good point. And if you oh. and, and what you can do, wow. you can just while you're just using that PHNX promo code, just use it to on DraftKings when you sign up. Bet five dollars on an NFL team. And if they win, you get your two hundred dollars in free bets. Put those bets out there, win some money, and then take that winnings and go to manscaped.com and use the promo code PHNX. There you go. We use got that code you everywhere. Love it. We got Leah. you covered. Yep, exactly. All right, let's let's wrap up here. Uh, two quick notes. Let's um, talk about the Roadrunners. They had their opening weekend this past weekend. They split a two-game series against Stockton, um, and they're on the week on the week on the road this week. Whew, words are hard in uh, at Texas. Notes on on this one. Yeah, just quick thoughts. It's two games in, so not a lot of takeaways yet, um, but. Barrett Hayden and Yan Yen Yik do not have points yet this season. Um, Matias Michelli has a couple points. More than anyone, Barrett Hayden needs to go down to the AHL this season and dominate, and he needs to put up points. He needs to be one of the best players in the AHL this season. Um, so time to turn it around if he wants to get back up here. 
And one more note that I want to make, and I and I apologize for correcting Craig and I, minions. I just want to make sure that the, the the word gets out there. The games this weekend are actually in Tucson at the convention center. Saturday at seven and Sunday at four, live right. at the Tucson convention center. So I uh, got a chance to talk to their coaching staff from last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they're at home this weekend in Tucson. I talked to their coaching staff last night. They're excited about some of the things they've seen. You know, Jay Verde is always one to temper the expectations, um, you know, because he, he does remind me every time I talk to him, it is a developmental league. So uh, the one to watch is Barrett Hayden. He's got to get on the score sheet and he's got to get on there soon. I think Ivan Prosvitov has played fantastic down there. Um, that is great to see when we talk about the future of goaltending for the Coyotes. And again, honestly, Tucson's two hours away. It's not a bad idea. Make the trip, get the staycation in, and watch some of the cavity prospects that we've been talking about for the last few months and see them in person. It's a great venue to see a game. I, I'm hoping that Craig Lee and I can make a trip down there during the season and watch. Um, I, I hope they perform well at home because it's it's a team that I think can have great things happen. Definitely. Someone in the Discord last night made a comment. They're like, I'm really glad I bought the AHL TV package this season after um, watching the Coyotes last night. The Roadrunners will be fun to watch. And I think someone had asked if we would um, ha- do coverage of them throughout the season. And yes, we will. Um, we'll keep tabs on the Roadrunners. We'll have weekly segments on the Roadrunners. And hopefully, like PD said, we'll get down for a game. So that's the Roadrunners. And then just to close us out, notes on ASU. Um, ASU had a huge bounce back series win against UNH, which was good to see after their weekend in Denver. Craig, mm-hmm. thoughts on ASU? Well, I, I mean, I, after the Denver series, uh, you know, they had hoped, I think, to compete a little better against Denver, which is an elite team. Um, but it's, you know, it's a team that's they're, they're trying to figure their identity out. They've got a lot of new faces. So, you know, Greg Powers really wanted to see a response from, and and they started off slow against UNH in that first game, but then they came on and they they won both of these games fairly convincingly. Uh, Cole Brady in goal was fantastic in this two game series, and he he struggled in his first series back in Denver, so that's a really good sign as well because he's the guy that they're pinning their hopes on for the future. Um, when I look at their immediate schedule now, um, they've got Colgate up next. Colgate's four and one. I'm not sure how good that team is yet. It, 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 that's on the road. So ASU has to get at least a split there. And they, they've got a sweep St. Thomas. They got to come out of these next four games, at least three and one, because then they're going on the road to face number seven Quinnipiac, which is a really good team. So to keep their uh, tournament hopes rolling, they've, they've got to have a successful next couple of weekends. And to keep up with your ASU coverage again, said it before, follow Craig Morgan, read his articles get all the news you can at PHNX because he's going to have close tabs with uh, coach powers and his team down there in Tempe. Definitely. There's a lot of, there's a lot to be excited about it for hockey in Arizona in general. So yes, the coyotes are going through a rebuild. It's going to be a struggle, but there's a lot, there's a lot of exciting hockey in the state of Arizona and you can find coverage on all of it at gophnx.com. Um, of course we cover the Coyotes, Roadrunners, and we'll have ASU coverage as well. And you can find coverage of ASU and all other teams, Suns, Diamondbacks, Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals, that's an exciting team to watch if you need a little break from the Coyotes. Um, all of that coverage, go phnx.com, become a member, use that code Coyotes2021 when you sign up to get the $60 gift card to the locker, get the shirt, follow us on Twitter at phnx underscore Coyotes. We're, we're looking for 
we're looking for more followers so we can get Espo to take that slap shot. Um, follow PHNX Sports on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, etc. Am I missing anything? Anything else? Any final thoughts? Closing thoughts? Let's try it again on Thursday night versus Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. You guys will be back in the studio drinking, right? I, <laughs> buddy, there's cold beer in the fridge. Promise. Yeah, we we'll need it. I'm sure. Maybe that Grand Canyon Brewery beer will show up by then for you. Perfect. Well, we'll make sure not to drink your your beer, Craig. I know you've made that very clear. I'm not making that promise. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes a, another episode, and we'll see everyone Thursday after the game. Have a great day, everyone.